0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Sacred Silhouette Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Denise. I am a self-worth coach. I help single kingdom women realize their values so they can radiate God's glory from the inside out. So I bet this is a surprise. I'm back the next day. Like I just did a podcast last night, and um, I'm back again with part two of How Did I Get Here? It's going to be a three-part series. So um, I will say God wanted me to expound more on my experiences and what I learned from them. So if you listen to the previous podcast, which was How Did I Get Here? um, I spoke about some encounters I had that eventually caused me to discover my purpose as a self-worth coach. For those of you that don't know, I'm a very, very private person. So that last podcast was definitely a stretch for me and my personality type, um, which is an INFJ. If you don't know what an INFJ is, just Google or YouTube it and it'll tell you a lot about your girl over here. I may do a podcast on it, but that'll be, you know, a later date. But after God had me listen to my podcast, he was like, um, daughter, you could have went into more detail. And so I was like, okay. So that's a basically the type of relationship we have. Um, let me give you an example. Let's say, you know, when, um, when we were kids and you had to do homework, right? And you kind of rushed through it. And you didn't explain how you got the answer. So your parents or your teacher made you go back and do it again. Yeah, um, that's this is why we have a part two and a part three. And uh, so I was like, okay, God. And um, here I am. And so, yeah. Like, last night, I was like, okay, God, I did it. <laughs> I did podcast. And he was like, "Uh, no, ma'am, they need more. So, yeah, that's why I'm here. Uh, Because I love him, and I want to be obedient, and I love my listeners. So, without further ado, let me expound on the things I learned through these experiences. Um, last night, the first experience that I spoke on was my first sexual encounter as a teenager. Um, In that situation, I realized that I wanted to be accepted and able to relate to my peers at that time. Um, I always knew that I was different, and I didn't like being different. But baby, listen, now I love it. I love that I don't... Think like everybody else, you know. I love that I think different and it no longer bothers me um, if others look at me strange, if I don't agree or do what they want me to do. Um, Another thing it taught me was to be open with my daughter Um, when she got to middle school and high school. I remember, I just remember telling her because I knew how I was at that time. And I told her that basically no conversation was off limits. Like, I basically said to her, I'd rather her come to me with any concerns that she have, no matter what it is. Because her friends don't know, Um. well, basically her friends know just as much as she knows. So if there was any questions, there wouldn't be anything off limits that we could not talk about. So I always kept the communication open with my daughter. And I... Parents, you know, if you have children, please keep the communication open with your children and just listen to them. You know, Um, what I also want to say is to my sacred silhouette nieces and daughters, if you're um, school age, I want to say to you that if you get involved in a relationship in your school years... um, And you get with someone that says, you know, if you love me, you will do this. Or if you love me, you will do that. The response that I suggest that you give them is if you love me, you wouldn't pressure me. If you love me, you would wait. Um, And if they hit you with that, if you don't do it, somebody else will, let somebody else do it. Because that's already telling you that's not love. That's selfishness to get what they want from you. And so that's what I learned basically from my first encounter, um, my first sexual encounter when I was a teenager. All right. The second encounter (laughs) that I mentioned last night was um, the older guy or man, which ended up being my daughter's father. I was 16 and he was 26. And honestly, when I think about it, I still kind of cringe a little. Um, And when my daughter became old enough to understand, she was, she was not very happy about it. I, I will say that. Um they never really had a relationship like she hasn't seen him in years and that was his choice but I feel like I still feel like it worked out for the best because the last time we spoke which was maybe like three maybe three years ago if not more the mentality was not was still the same um just the maturity level is is just not there. Well, from the last time we spoke, I really don't know where he's at in life now. But I feel like it worked out for her good that he wasn't really around like that. So with that situation, I learned that maturity has nothing to do with age. Um... Basically, no grown man should be looking at or even considering having sexual intercourse with a 16-year-old girl, no matter who introduced them. And so, um, with that situation, I didn't mention how we met. So, we were introduced by um, a relative of mine. But, um, yeah. So, I want to give another... PSA to my sacred silhouette nieces and daughters that may come across this that are teenagers Um, if a man I say if a man if a grown man ever approaches you and says that you are mature for your age sweetheart please run get out of dodge because first of all he is a pedophile and the fact that he's looking at you means that no one his age wants him so he tries to downgrade, well, not even downgrade, but I guess the mentality level of the person goes to your age. So please, 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 please do not entertain any grown man if you are a teenager. It doesn't matter how mature you feel like you are, it doesn't matter how you think that you're ready for that type of relationship it doesn't matter if you feel like the boys in your school are just immature they're supposed to be immature at that age like they'll grow up eventually (laughs) but just please please do not entertain that that is definitely you'll regret it I put it like that I learned from it I've overcame it but it's not something to rush into, like just take your time, and parents once again, this is a why you should have open communication with your children, no matter their gender. It doesn't matter if if your child is a male or a female. Pedophiles are out here in these streets, okay, I know y'all heard about somewhere where the teachers were sleeping with the students, or you know just please, please have open communication with your children, no matter what, and and leave it so they are not afraid to talk to you. Like, just talk, just listen, listen and talk um, where they feel comfortable coming to you with anything. And that's, like I said, the kind of relationship that I have with my daughter, even now. Like, now she's grown. She's basically grown, (laughs) and we still have open communication because I always want her to come to me for advice versus her peers. Um, and I love it. So with that situation, I learned to slow down and try not to grow up so fast. Even now, it just reminds me not to get ahead of God. Um, I learned to let God be the matchmaker, basically, and to enjoy the process of becoming instead of trying to rush um that decision of being with a grown man with my 16 year old self caused me to be a mother at 19 and at 23 I was a single mother until basically my daughter was grown, um, with no financial help. So the struggle was definitely real. You know, of course, I'll eventually do some podcasts dedicated to my single mothers. Um, I think I took that somewhere far, 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 far away, but I'm gonna have to dig it up so I can encourage my single mothers because it was real. The struggle was definitely real. And I think it um, at one point gave me like PTSD. PTSD doesn't always have to come from soldiers. Um, I only have one child. So I really believe that because of me being a single mother, I had, I don't say I have, I had a fear of having more children. Um, even now, if I was to get pregnant again, I would definitely have my baby. Um, because I know God is doing a new thing, but somewhere in the back of my mind, I've, I will probably feel like, you know, am I going to be a single mother? <laughs> but um, I'm trusting God in all things. So if I were to have another child, whew, it will be starting all over again. But praise God. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Anyway, <laughs> so that was kind of it. Um, that's what I learned from that situation. Um Maturity has nothing to do with age and not to get ahead of God because sometimes it can, you know, make the make your life a little harder. So with that being said, I'm going to stop here and I'll continue with part three next week where I'll expound on what I learned from my last long term relationship and my last encounter. (laughs) so thank you all for tuning in to sacred silhouette podcast you can view all things at sacred silhouette at linktree forward slash sacred silhouette i pray this blessed you um and i hope you all have a great evening and i love you all have a blessed night bye